Welcome to the Abundant Life Church Podcast, equipping people to live successful Christian lives. Wow, well, good morning, everybody. How are you? What a great time of worship this morning. Amen. Come on, can you give it up for those who led us in worship today? Wow, what a great day together. And um, so excited about that as we come together in the Lord's presence and we receive communion together today as our family meal. And um, we are so excited uh, as we start the exchange series uh, this morning for the month of February. Yeah. And it's going to be an exciting series. It is. So we had some exciting news that happened this week. For those of you who don't know, we became grandparents. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually last week. But if you weren't here last week, you wouldn't know that. It's true. And we celebrated 30 years of marriage 30 years of marriage on Monday. So thankful to the Lord for that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we are so grateful for the Lord for that. Because, you know, sometimes people tell us, well, you guys, like, have just the perfect marriage. And I'm just so glad you think that. (laughs) Because we don't. We don't. That's no, for marriage sure. is hard no matter who you are. And right. we've lived a little bit of life that we maybe feel like God's given us some things to share today. So if that's okay, we kind of want to yeah. do that. Yeah, and, because we and have arguments. We do. Like anybody else, yeah, right? You know, we don't get along sometimes. That's right. Okay. And he irritates me sometimes, and <laughs> I irritate him sometimes. And you know what? We work through that. And in fact, you know, Sunday mornings we talk about sometimes the challenge you yeah. have getting here. Well, we right. have that too. That's couple, true. A couple Sundays ago, you know, we had gotten in an argument Saturday night. And, of course, yeah. we, we tried to resolve that a little bit. But it wasn't completely resolved, you know. And he reached over and held my hand during church. I'm like, too soon. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. I am not there. We're good. We will talk when we get home. It's not done yet. Right. So we want you to know that. We are, you know, we're just like you. And this marriage, oh, yeah. thing, we're working. At, we're a work in progress. Yeah. And um, How many of you know Sunday morning yeah. sometimes? Man. Things can go crazy yeah. and sideways before you even get to church. If the enemy's going to attack, right? it's going to be I mean, Sunday morning. That's yeah. really true. Things can go yeah. crazy there. So we're yeah. just like you. We we have problems we go through. We have conflict we go through. Yeah. There's times we don't get along. But I think what we found out in, through it all is just um, to keep the exchange going. Right. Right. You know, and yeah. not let it just die out, and then we don't have any conversation at That's all. Right. That's right. That's just more detrimental. That's for That's sure. Right. So, as we go to this yeah. series, I as we talk yeah. about this, I am at my best when I am in a healthy relationship. And throughout this month, we want to encourage you in your relationships. And uh, we've said it before: we certainly don't have all the answers, and yeah. we don't even have it all figured out. We don't. That's for sure. We don't. We're but learning. Yeah. We're growing. We're learning. We're yeah. growing. But this subject is too important to not talk about when it comes to relationships in our lives. That's right. You know, God created all of us to live in community, to live in relationship. And he's planned for us to live in those relationships that are that are supportive, encouraging, that are helpful, that are yep. beneficial, and really enjoy life right. through our relationships. Yeah. I mean, the very first book of the Bible, chapter 2, when God created man, he looked at him and said, it's not good for man to be what? Alone, right? So we are all at our best when we are in healthy families, 
healthy friendships and healthy marriages. That's right. And so today we're just going to apply this, this, the exchange we're calling this mm-hmm. series. We're going to apply this really to any relationship. So if you're here today, this is just good overall relational advice. Right. But of course, the most important relationship if you're married today is with your spouse. So we're going to draw right. a lot of correlation um, with that. So, but here's the truth. I am at my best when I'm in healthy relationship. Yeah. Can someone say amen? You know, and that's no matter who it's with. Uh, Proverbs 13, 20, it says, he who walks with the wise grows wise, mm-hmm. but a companion of fools suffers harm. Now, not only can you and I have companions physically in physical face-to-face contact with people that, um, and have companion with fools, right? But not only that, but now we can have companion with fools on our social media, right? And, and, and some of you think, well, the words that they speak, they're not influencing me, mm. or the, um, their perspective isn't really changing me. Well, let me just tell you what scripture says. A companion of fools suffers harm. Mm. And that's pretty direct, right? That's, that's not mincing words. So, really you know, good. sometimes, you know, I've had to unfollow or distance myself from some really good people because yep. they might be good, but they might not be good for me. And that's this true. is part of guarding our heart. And yeah. And that's just wisdom because God talks a lot about relationship. He talks a yeah. lot about community in his word. And Proverbs 27, 17 says, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens one another. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's doing life together, it's right? That's relationship. Together. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 says two are better than one. And so this idea that God is for relationship, that God is for community, and he wants us to be in healthy right. relationships, healthy community contrast that with Satan's plan, which is to bring confusion, division, Mm -hmm. strife, and conflict into our relationships. Yeah, and that's really true. Now, I love watching wildlife shows on TV. I grew up watching that, National Geographic and all that. Um, We've probably all seen in Africa when a predator is going after its game in the animal kingdom, and um, a lion will always separate his prey from the group. The whole herd moves, the lion gives chase, he watches for one of the impalas and one of the zebras to break away. And, and the one that breaks away, that's the one that the lion targets yeah. because this impala or zebra is not going to be able to defend itself right. for sure. So right. I want us to understand this, something in our mind, that the enemy of your life, the enemy he wants to come and steal and kill and destroy and mess right. all of our lives up. He wants to separate us from one another Mm -hmm. and the fellowship that we have with God's people, Mm -hmm. and especially the people from whom God's called us to do life with every day. So when you get in a position and get more, let's say, independent and get in a position that you're easy prey for deception then, Mm -hmm. for the lies of the enemy to take you off track and then to destroy you, and to take you into places that God really has in mind for you. So today, we are going to play just a short little game here of ping pong back and forth. Let's do it. And we're going to kind of introduce this idea as we come to the area of the exchange. Now, so now I told Chris the other week, hey, we're going to play ping pong together. And she says, are we going to play air hockey? Yeah. 
And I we said, were going to do an exchange. Yeah. We were trying to think of a, an example. I for said, that. no, we're going to. So I want to do air hockey. I, wanna, I said, no, we're playing ping pong. Yeah. Because Kristen, <laughs> though, the reason why she said that is she's really good at air hockey. I am. I am so, so good at air hockey. So, you know, John invited me on our very first date, and he took me to an arcade. And, yep, I um, did. Yep. And the arcade, he didn't know it because we didn't know each other very well. But I had an air hockey table growing up. And so when we started, to date, where I wonder where my paddle is. Let's get, I'll get it. Let's Should be see. Is it underneath? Yeah, there? right here. Oh, thank you. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. And so um, we started to play air hockey, and you know, if I hustled him, I kicked his butt because I was really, really good hurt. at air hockey, and he uh, he didn't know. So it was fun. So air hockey's our joke, but ping pong it is. We'll do that. It is. So we were to talk about the point number one is is that a good relationship is like a good game of ping pong because what you have in ping pong is you have somebody that's initiating the game right and then someone that's reciprocating in the relationship right yeah. that's a that's a good game right yep. you got things that are going back and forth and mm-hmm. and uh, there's initiating and there's reciprocating there I'm not great some of you are probably pretty awesome up here yeah well, we just want to keep the volley going because as in any good relationship, there's this ongoing of exchanging back and forth. And for people who are in healthy relationship, there's going to be two things that they do really well, and that's to initiate the serve and then to reciprocate in return. Yeah, so me initiating in the game of, let's say, life and relationship is, hey, I'm going to serve it to you well. Because I want to get to know you a little better. I'm uh, going to uh, value you, and I'm going to dig a little bit deeper in the relationship and say, hey, I want to get to know you a little better. Yep, and then I, after it's initiated to me, I'm going to Oh, then, sorry about that. We go. We're going to pick it right, right back up that's again. That's right. I'm going to pick it right up, and I'm going to reciprocate. Oops, now we're, well, we were on a roll, babe. But, hey, this happens in real relationship, doesn't it? Where it then really I'm going to reciprocate. So I'm going to wait for the serve to come to me, and then I'm going to respond, and I'm going to give it back. Whoa. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Keep it going. That's all right. I just kept it and going. So this is me over here reciprocating, waiting for the serve. You know, I'm not sure where it's going to land. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I'm ready for oh, it. Oh, way off the table. She got the point on that. And, um, and so, and then we just keep going, and it's me getting ready for what's coming at me. It's, it's me going to respond good for good. Right. And it's me engaging. I'm in conversation. I'm in dialogue. And yeah. we're exchanging. I've we, never we done this in high heels before. So Wow, <laughs> you're doing great. Yeah, it's good. I definitely <laughs> couldn't do it in high yeah. heels. That's yeah. for sure. You wouldn't even want to see yeah. me. But when I reciprocate, I'm present. I'm fully yeah. engaged. I'm all in. That's right. So what happens is, Whenever the exchange breaks down, the relationship bogs down. Mm-hmm. How many of you realize that in life? Yeah. That when yeah. the ball is dropped and there's no more play happening, you notice the exchange stops mm-hmm. and we're not proceeding any further until someone picks up the ball and someone begins the exchange of the initiating mm-hmm. and the reciprocating back and forth. Yeah. And so unhealthy relationships what happens is well you may have been hitting the ball back and forth for a while but in unhealth you just leave the ball down you're like no we're done I'm walking away 
And we're not going to talk about this anymore. Or we're not going to continue to talk about the things that are really important and really vital. So that's what we're talking about that's in right. the exchange. And it's so important to keep this exchange going, right? Where, you know, but unhealthy communication is going to make this stop. Unhealthy exchanges is going to break down mm -hmm. communication. So what does that look like? What are some unhealthy exchanges? Well, it could be the tone of voice you use. It could mm -hmm. be your body language. But many times it looks like pouting. It looks like blaming. It, it looks like temper tantrums or, or just shutting down and yep. these are things that are not going to c continue the good exchange the healthy exchange right it's going to shut it down yeah so god wants us to have healthy exchanges in our life not just in marriage but in all of the relationships of our life isn't that true That's right. so think about every relationship that you've got in your life right now god wants you and me to have healthy exchanges in all that we do. That's right, because we can't have a good relationship without having a healthy, ongoing exchange. That's right. So point number two is, mm -hmm. unlike ping pong, relationships cannot be about one person winning. Right? right? right. You know, ping pong has to be about an exchange that we both, right. we want to keep going okay. together. Because if you lose, then I lose. Mm -hmm. We take the ping pong mentality, though, in our relationships where we think the idea is, who gets the final word? Put the exclamation point <clears throat> at the end. Mm -hmm. I got you, sucker. You lost, right? <laughs> and I feel really good about that in the relationship sometimes, right? I think, wow. And so in a relationship, though, you can win the battle and still lose the war, That's right? right? Yeah. Now, before today, mm -hmm. um, Chris and I agreed we would do an exchange. It would be nice on the ping pong table. Yeah, we'd be nice. Yeah. And uh, keep it going. <laughs> Because we're going to do a healthy exchange. Yeah. The goal was to serve up, mm -hmm. place the ball on the table yeah. where the other person could actually hit it back and reciprocate it. That's right. You know, when we have conversation with people, when we engage in relationship with someone, we are always serving up something to the mm -hmm. person in a relationship with. So some of us need to work on our serve. Because think about this. Some of us, are we are serving up either encouragement or we're serving up discouragement. Mm -hmm. When I come into conversation with you, I'm going to serve up either clarity or confusion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to serve up either compliments or criticism solutions mm. or problems you know we need to figure out what are we going to start this conversation with what are we working marriage especially right because yeah. so many times we just take that for granted and we're going to talk about that but you know we're serving up either joy or heaviness oh, we're serving up either confidence or fear but we're all serving something yeah those those points are those are really great in there because I think sometimes in a relationship all we do is bring the problems without the solutions mm -hmm. and it's just weighing down the relationship it's like, well, we can't do this, and we can't do that right, and we always get stuck in this rut, but there's then no solutions then many times to get out of it. Or like you're saying, there's that heaviness rather than joy. So we're talking about having healthy exchanges that lead to healthy relationships. But more specifically, if you want a marriage to be endearing and enduring, friendship has to be at its core basis. And I mean, yeah. one respected sociologist said it this way, the determining factor in whether wives feel satisfied with the sex, the romance, and passion in their marriage is 70% is the quality of the couple's friendship. Wow. 
for men, the determining factor in all of those things is 70%, 70%. as well. Isn't that amazing? So the quality yeah. of the couple's friendship is so important. So yeah. men and women, we come from the same planet after all, <laughs> right? Yeah, friendship is huge. It's the same yeah. for both. It's friendship. But you know what's yeah. crazy is, is that, mm -hmm. you know what? There are couples that don't like spending time together. Mm -hmm. They're really not each other's friends. And that should be such a red flag of warning mm -hmm. if that is how you operate in your life. Mm -hmm. God has given you your spouse to be a friend with them first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's safety in that. Matter of fact, in Proverbs 2.17, it calls the spouse in the Hebrew the word alup, which is, it says it's a special confidant or best friend. And in the great biblical book of romance in the Song of Solomon, the girl says of the boy, this is my lover and this is my friend. Yeah, so, so sweet, so special. You know, if, if that's you today, um, that's something that was lacking, I feel, in our marriage. And we talked about this mm -hmm. um, for a long time. It's just that core basis of friendship. You know, John and I, we were young parents. And for really the first mm -hmm. 10 years of yeah. our marriage, um, we, were, we had young babies. We were exhausted. We were parenting. We were broke. We were busy. And we had attention on everything else besides each other right yeah, yeah. anybody in the room relate to that yeah it's just it, it, it's a tough season and you know John wasn't my priority and I wasn't his priority right. and we just lived that we lived the model that we saw modeled from our parents and that was our norm we just did life you know we did life it was enjoyable mm. but we didn't enjoy one another right. it was just more out of duty and we didn't know any different but um, what happened is in that 10 years we formed a pattern for our our marriage and for our mm -hmm. relationship and our friendship really took a back burner and because of that um, we just got so familiar with each other it became just the duty of marriage you know you do your roles I'll do mine almost like we right. were just convenient roommates for a time and um, in our friendship really suffered and yeah. the exchange that we had changed all of a sudden it wasn't quite as friendly it was more demanding it was not as loving or as caring right. and so you know I felt felt like, well, he's married to me, so really, he's kind of stuck with me, right? <laughs> I mean, I can say what I want to say. I can act I like I want to act. I felt the same way about I'm her, too. Yeah, right? and it was just familiar. And um, you know what? We got to a point where we realized we were taking each other for granted, and our friendship was suffering. Yeah. And I realized there's there's got to be more to this. I want more in my marriage than what we have. It wasn't yeah. bad, but it wasn't great. Right. And, you know, there were times where I realized, wow, you know, we'd, we'd wake up, we might say, well, good morning to each other, but then this is what I need from you. You're going to do this, this, and this, and this is what we're going to do. To-do list. And, and then I would go to work, and I would say, good morning. How are you? Uh, anybody right. else? Okay, the grocery store, perfect stranger. I was being nicer to perfect strangers than I was to my own husband. And I realized something needed to be changed. Yeah. And we had the hard conversation and said, you know yeah. what, I want more from our marriage than this. And we were determined. And so we took it before the Lord. We repented. And we just said, we're going to fix this. And by fixing this, this exchange yeah. that we're talking about was a big deal in it. How did we talk to one another? 
And when I started serving up and initiating yeah. concern for John, wanting a deep friendship with him, wanting care, and, and treating him like a friend instead of just a partner who we shared mm -hmm. the bills with, um, things changed. The exchange mm -hmm. changed where now he felt, and he wanted to reciprocate then. He wanted to um, reciprocate. Why? Because he felt safe. Yeah. He felt appreciated. He felt loved. Yep. I mean, that was huge for us. Yeah, it was huge. And I, I think through that as well, I remember those early years, and it doesn't mean we don't struggle with some of these things mm -hmm. still. We just have to know that we have to keep the exchange going. That's right. I think in those early days, it was like, okay, I would shut down mm -hmm. and I would not talk. Where she was like, I want to talk about this. I'm going to get this dealt with right now, right? <laughs> you know, in a relationship, there's always that the expander and then the contractor. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. the one that I want to talk about this now. Let's get this out on the table. Let's get yeah. this dealt with. Then there's the other one, the contractor's like, no, I'm shutting down. I'm walking away mm -hmm. and uh, I don't want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, there's, there's uh, that in our hearts. And then I would get defensive, which would cause me to further mm -hmm. pull away. And then what happened in return is it caused her mm -hmm. to retract and pull back as well. Yeah. So no exchange was happening at all. Right. And so we have that in our relationships sometimes, not just marriage, mm -hmm. but whatever relationships yeah. that we have casually yeah. every day as well. Mm -hmm. But we got to be reminded in the context of marriage, marriage is something to be enjoyed, not just endured. Right. Mm -hmm. God's called us to enjoy each other. That's, That's right. biblical. Yeah. C.S. Lewis says there's one kind of love, eros, in which the lover is focused on each other face to face, mm -hmm. absorbed in each other. Mm -hmm. But there's another kind of love, phileo, right? Another good word in the Bible, which are people side by side, absorbed by common interest. This is friendship. Mm -hmm. yeah. And to have a friendship with your spouse, mm -hmm. you need to have a healthy life giving exchange. Mm -hmm. Those are important. It's an art, really, to have a good, healthy exchange. Uh, some people, you're just going to get more of the same back in your life. We can examine some of, uh, today, I hope that through this time, our own initiating and reciprocating today. And I think it would help all of us in our relationships That's together. Right. I mean, how many of you want to have better relationships? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, really, I'm asking for everybody now. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. How many of you want to have great relationships? Yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, we can make it hard or we can make it easy to do life with to stay in the exchange. We have to have healthy exchanges. That's right. And you know what? This takes effort. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just happen naturally. You know, some people think, wow, it makes you make it look so easy. Well, it's not. It's with great intention. It's swallowing your pride. It's saying, okay, I'm yeah. irritated with him right now, but he doesn't need to know that. I'm just going to move on and it's going to be okay. And guess what? It is. So, you know, um, <laughs> Philippians 2 three and four, it says this, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress mm -hmm. others. Be humble, thinking of others better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Isn't mm -hmm. that good? C.S. Lewis says this, humility isn't thinking less of yourself, but it's thinking of yourself less. Isn't that good? Mm -hmm. 
You know, one of the worst habits you can get into in any relationship is keeping score. Like, well, I did those two good things for you, or I did what you asked, so now you owe me, or no, I'm winning. And so you're keeping a scorecard, and you shouldn't be. <laughs> if yeah. you want a healthy relationship, you want the other person to win too, because if you win, then I win. But right. so many times um, we don't see this, right? I mean, if I no. wanted, if I wanted to do annihilate John on the ping pong table. I would serve that in places where I know he would have no chance to recover from that, right? That's true. Yeah, putting it in places you know they're not going to get to or not going to be able to recover. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're just going to walk away from that like, yeah, you don't really care in the relationship. And we've all seen this happen, right? You you cut me off and you've taken me out and now we feel good about that Mm -hmm. because we did that to somebody in our relationship. And, and there is nothing we have relationally now, and the game stops right there because you just slammed it in my yeah. face, yeah. right? And the relationship is a total standstill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's unless you come and you pick up the volley and you get going with the healthy exchange, mm-hmm. you realize this is the hardest part right. because we've been hurt, we've been shut down, mm-hmm. and we've had, we know how it feels. Mm-hmm. So picking up yeah. the exchange again is so uncomfortable, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But it's the only way for the relationship to win. Yeah, it's that intentionality. You know, the third and the final point, and we're going to spend a little more time here today on the third point is number three, every exchange is processed in the filter of our hearts. Right. Every exchange is processed in the filter of our hearts. You know, I've learned this from going to counseling myself and working through some struggles of my past where, you know, words of my past, especially um, harsh words, they've been written on my heart. They're, they're buried deep down inside of me. Even things from years ago, what happens is it's created a script on my heart that's still there today. And, you know, for example, is if a child, as, if, as a child, I was told something that, um, you know, that is, or told something that was painful or experienced mm. something that was traumatic. I mean, this could be really anything. It could right. be a yeah. harsh word from a teacher or a parent that was spoken. It could be an accident that I was in, or it could be an abuse that happened in my life. Well, that experience and really all those feelings that are attached to that painful moment, mm. they're now deep in my heart. They're right. written as a script on my heart. And, you know, maybe as I'm even explaining and describing this to you now, maybe your mind can go there to a painful moment of your childhood where it's still fresh, where if we talked about that long enough, all those emotions then would start to service. Maybe even unconsciously years later, it will come out. And, you know, we call this a trigger where you're Mm -hmm. triggered and something triggers that moment in my memory where all of a sudden those emotions, those feelings, they start to surface. Yeah, it really does. What happens in that is there's an exchange taking place in the present, Mm -hmm. right? That has absolutely nothing to do with that painful moment of your past, Mm -hmm. but yet you're feeling those same feelings, and now I'm interpreting everything right now through the experiences of then. So I respond as I would in the past. Mm -hmm. I get defensive. I shut down. I self-protect. I put the walls up. I isolate or I hide and all of that, and I quit the exchange because those feelings trigger that experience inside of me all over again. Mm -hmm. And so I carry those emotions into today and think, you know what, I'm not going to let that happen to me again because why? I don't want to feel the pain I felt 
back right. then now. Right, and, and then we just shut down. We shut down mm -hmm. the exchange many times, even unbeknownst to the initi initiator. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we can't reciprocate in those situations. We can't reciprocate healthy exchange because, because of mm -hmm. the unhealthy and un unhealed filter of our heart that we've just processed through. Does that make sense? That's true. You know, so things from our past, they're now scripted on our heart in those painful experiences, difficult situations, hurtful words mm -hmm. that we've been through. They're all still very much deep down inside of me if they're undealt with yeah and that script what it does in us it it what it does is it forms our internal dialogue not external first it's the internal that's affected first and all of our internal dialogue is based on the scripting of our hearts while, while I'm talking to you right now there could be another dialogue going on inside of my head like hey these people they don't like you these people, they're not even listening to you. And that might be true. And that might be true, <laughs> yeah. right? They can't even wait to get yeah. out of here and go yeah. have brunch. Yeah. Those things yeah. could be going on in my mind internally while I'm talking to you right. right now. And what that does, if I allow it to, it will sabotage my exchange with you. That's right. I will allow what's inside of me to devastate and sabotage the relationships that are around me. And we're talking about a faulty internal dialogue that needs to be corrected, which is constantly talking to us mm -hmm. in the exchange. Yeah, right. So our hearts are actually like a filter through which we process everything. Right. Every, everything in our life that we hear, that we see, every exchange that takes place, it goes somewhere, and it goes through the filter of our heart. It does. It goes through the filter of our heart. So we're going to step over here to the whiteboard. Yeah. We're going to bring this into the light here. And uh, we're going to kind of show you what this kind of look like, looks like in uh to a man mm -hmm. and to a woman yeah. so uh kristen's gonna draw the woman i'm gonna draw the man and this yeah. will be nothing better th than a stick figure i'm sorry but yeah. um for me and so we're gonna draw that out here and uh make sure yeah Ooh, yeah yeah i'm gonna make my little girl cute <laughs> yeah i'm probably going pretty generic i'll just be honest with you because i'm not a uh, good drawer that's for yeah. sure yeah so she's got a nice big heart here don't there judge me go. i'm a frustrated artist okay big smile okay so now for the hair do oh that. yeah i better give this guy some you hair you gotta do some hair should we do piggy tails not not on cute. my guy no guys don't yeah <laughs> and i'm gonna make some bows that's it that's what you're getting okay this is the guy. This is the girl. Yep. They each have a heart. You have a heart, right? I've got a heart. It's uh, really important. We're going to straighten this out a little more so people can see that a little better. Yep. All right. So here you go. Here's what you have. The, the man, the woman, mm -hmm. the boy, the girl, the mm -hmm. student. And so what you have is the dialogue that happens, mm -hmm. the, the dialogue that comes out of his mouth goes through the filter mm -hmm. of her heart. Mm -hmm. That everything he says goes through the filter of what's already there, the internal dialogue. Mm -hmm. what, what is coming out of her mouth then has to go through the filter of mm -hmm. his heart. Because that's how we filter things mm -hmm. in every exchange, in every relationship mm -hmm. of our life. 
See, see a, a young man could grow up and his dad told him, you're stupid, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're an idiot, and you're worthless. And so he has this internal dialogue going on. And now as he gets older, his boss comes to him and says, hey, John, um, are you going to be ready to present that report on time? Mm -hmm. And what he can hear is you're stupid, yeah. you're worthless, yeah. and you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. Because there's an internal dialogue that's churning all the time inside of one another. And it can come down to the militant dad that raises the son, daughter, whatever it may be, that they think they're raising them the right way, but you have to realize that they will carry that with them through the rest of their life. And if they don't break free from it, it will disrupt their internal dialogue of what is taking place. Yeah, that's right. And, and for the girl, you know, maybe... She, in her past, um, there was some abuse in her younger years or maybe even a rape. And what's her internal dialogue going to say? And she's going to think, well, men, men are going to hurt me. Um, people are going to take advantage of me. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to guard myself. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to trust people. I'm going to mm -hmm. shut down easily. Um, I'm going to be independent. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to protect myself. Do you see right. how that internal dialogue can really um, affect the rest of your life if you let it, that yeah. script? And that's where we need yeah. Jesus. And, yeah. and we really do. Yeah. I mean, there's been things said to all of us. We need healing. And because um, we react to the script of our heart. Yeah, you know, the first several years of our marriage, that was me. That was me where um, the exchange for us wasn't healthy because of mm -hmm. things I carried into our marriage from our past. And so we would try to have a, a conversation or he would raise his tone or he would say something that um, just triggered me. And, and I would just shut down and he, it would make it impossible for him to have the conversation yeah. and to exchange that. You know, and there's some people in this room right now that I know you can relate to that. Right. I know that that's maybe painful to hear. You know, maybe today um, this can kind of surface as fear. Mm -hmm. It can surface as rejection or maybe anger because, you know, you didn't know how to process right. that when you were seven years old. When you were 10 mm -hmm. years old, when you were 14 years old, all those emotions, they went somewhere and it got hung up. And so this script that happened way back then can still be written on your heart today if it's right. un unhealed and undealt with. Things like fear or rejection, inferiority, um, insecurities mm -hmm. and anger, you know, they can stay buried for a long time, but at certain times they'll start to surface. So true. And so the craziness we see in the world, the sin in the world, we see people that have had things come out of them. There's addictions, mm -hmm. racism, terrorism, mm -hmm. abuse, the self-hater, mm -hmm. the, the murderer. It's because it comes out of their inner scripting mm -hmm. of their heart. Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it, that everything you do is coming from the filter of your heart. Yeah. Luke 6.45, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his, where? Mm -hmm. Heart. An evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. Mm -hmm. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So, so what do we do if we're at the ping pong table and, and begin the exchange with someone who's guarded and, and afraid of the exchange because of the script of the past? Well, well, maybe it's you that has the old script. Mm -hmm. And it is on replay in your heart the whole time. Yeah. 
But the good news comes mm -hmm. that the scripture tells us in Ezekiel 36, 26, where it says, I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit in you. And I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. So he's going to write new words mm -hmm. on your heart mm -hmm. if you will allow him to do that today. And this is only done through the power in the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and that's just the best news, isn't it? Mm. Because we're able to sit here today healthy and whole and have healthy exchanges be only because of Jesus. So there's right. hope for you today. You know, one of the prayers I love to pray is, Lord, create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. It's a beautiful prayer because yeah. here's the thing, guys. God is for you today. God Amen. wants you in healthy exchange. He wants yeah. you in healthy relationship. And all we have to do is to surrender that old script of our life and start to meditate on the written word of God, what his word mm -hmm. says. And here's what scripture says. He will give you a new heart. And along with that new heart comes a new script that we're going to teach you how to do application here in a minute. But yeah. this is not behavior modification. No. It's not. This is the work and the transforming power of God mm. in your life that allows you today to live in a healthy and and, and, a, and yeah. a whole and a healed exchange. It's so true. Mm -hmm. So uh, Deuteronomy talks about mm -hmm. this. He says, fix these words of mine in your heart and in your minds and tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Wow. I mean, that's, he's like, he's like, tie it onto you. You need to remember this. This is really important. So these words yeah. of mine, let me make it, let tie it to you, bind it to you. That's yeah. pretty, that's pretty aggressive. It's aggressive. Yeah. That's worth the whole price yes. of uh, you coming in here today. That's right. That word right there of mm -hmm. Deuteronomy, that is worth yep. it. Be tie reminded of that in mm -hmm. your heart and yeah. have them tied around your life mm -hmm. so you can bring them out. Yeah. And uh, we're asking you to open up your heart and your minds today where you and I take the process of taking his word and putting it into our heart and mind. And it's going to go something like this. Mm -hmm. I walk by faith and not by sight. Amen, church? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man can do to me. Amen. I am fearfully and wonderfully mm. made. Yep. You see that script right, getting written on your heart? That's the word of God. The Lord yeah. is my light and salvation. Yeah. Whom shall mm. I fear? Yeah. The Lord is the strength mm -hmm. of my life. Yeah. Whom or what shall I be Come afraid on. Come today? On, somebody. Amen. That's I trust right. in the mm -hmm. Lord with all of mm -hmm. my heart. Mm -hmm. God is my ever-present mm -hmm. help in time Amen. of trouble. Thank Are you, you in Jesus. trouble today? Thank you, Jesus. I'm strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Mm -hmm. I can mm -hmm. do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When my father and mother forsake mm -hmm. me, the Lord will take care Amen. of me. Amen. Let me tell you Amen. what, the sword of the spirit is your greatest asset. That's right. But hiding that's his right. word in your heart, that's yeah. where it really comes that's out. Right. That's and right. Is in play. Memorize scripture. Memorize it. Because our believing affects our receiving. Will you say that with me? Our believing affects our receiving. Matthew 9, 29, according to your faith, it will be done to you. Message Bible says you literally become what you believe. Mm -hmm. You become what you believe. Mm -hmm. So this internal dialogue is so important, this inner scripting that's on our hearts. God wants to heal people that are here today. Mm -hmm. God wants to heal you of an internal dialogue that has been going on that is bringing chaos into your relationships. That's bringing destruction into your marriages. And we can take God's word today and replace all of those lies with his strength and his word. You know, 
I don't know, as you look at your relationship today, it may be hard for you to see, wow, to walk in these promises and say, I'm not sure if this is going to work. Well, you can know that God's word always works, but you ever heard the proverbial story about Michelangelo who was asked how he could carve a magnificent statue of, say, a horse from a block of stone? He said, I see the horse in the stone and chip away everything that is not the horse. That is marriage. You see the radiant beauty of Christ's likeness in your spouse, and you wash away and you chip away everything that it is not. What are you believing today in your marriage and in your relationships? Can I tell you something today? Speak that. Speak life. Stop cursing the situation. Stop cursing the person, you know? Stop doing that and begin to speak life and speak God's word over it. How many of you know God's word never dies? Amen. It lasts Amen. forever, Amen. right? So let's do that and let's pray and call those things into being today. Will you join me in prayer? Father, Lord, thank you for your word today, first and foremost, which is life to us, which is life-giving. Father, I pray that we would open our hearts and our minds Lord, that comes against our internal dialogue. Lord, the things of death, I pray that would be overwritten and there would be a new script formed in our heart today. Lord, that would take over and we would begin to speak life over our spouse in the name of Jesus. We would speak life over our children. We would speak life over our coworkers and over our, our friends and the people that we're around, our neighbors, Lord Jesus. We would begin to speak life into the things that we once cursed in Jesus' name. God, you are able to turn around any relationship in Jesus' name because nothing is too difficult for you. So, Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord, that it will not return void. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen. amen and amen. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's message. If you'd like to get in touch or would like more resources on how to live a successful Christian life, you can always find us at myabundantlife.com. Have a blessed week.